0: Hello fans, this is Katie Griffin, Honors Editor, and today I will be reading an excerpt from her newest book, The Human Familiar. I tried not to hover over Bannon as Vonda reset his bone and applied two healing spells, but I hovered. The odds of us waltzing in and out of that madness completely unscathed were minimal, I knew, but that didn't mean I was alright with Bannon being hurt. Far from it. My bond kept flaring up, unhappy, and I felt like wincing every time it did. Bannon, I knew, didn't like it when I was in danger, but I liked him being hurt equally as well, which was to say, not at all. Bannon grabbed me with his right hand, smile a little tighter on the edges, although I'm sure he meant for it to be reassuring. Relax, Raina. I really don't like it when you're hurt, I told him anxiously, peering at every move that Master Vonda made. Unlike him, I could see exactly the nature of the spells involved. Fortunately, her specialty was healing, and each spell she applied was flawless. Well, he said casually, I don't like to be hurt either, but this isn't the first time I broke a bone. Really? Actually, I could believe that. Bannon was a bit of a daredevil. I absently pulled his hair back off his shoulders so that Master Vonda had clear access to his arm and shoulder. How many bones have you broken? He let go of me, ticking them off on his left hand. I could see him casting his mind back, remembering, and then he stopped with an uncertain frown. Bannon! I wasn't sure whether to laugh or groan as I knew what that look meant. Did you just lose count? He gave me a particularly charming smile. Can I list off the bones I haven't broken? that's easier. In other words, yes, he had. Just how many bones have you not broken? I demanded incredulously. Did you spend your entire childhood in splints? No, fortunately we had a pair of really good healers in my hometown. I was never laid up for more than a week at a time. And I haven't broken my pelvic bones, my jaw, my back, or my shoulders. Master Vonda and I exchanged a speaking look. "'Basically, he'd broken every major bone in his body at least once.' "'Pannon,' Master Vonda said mildly, like a mother would to a rambunctious child. "'I think we would prefer it if you didn't break anything.' "'I don't go actively looking for trouble, you know,' he defended himself. "'Somehow, I didn't believe him. I don't think Master Vonda did either.' "'Well,' she put the sling back on, this time tied more securely to keep the arm better protected.' I helped settle it under his hair, pulling it back and adjusting the sling so that it didn't pinch his skin. Don't try to do anything with it for the next seven days. Fortunately, it wasn't a true break, more like a fracture, so it shouldn't take as long to heal. Unfortunately, your shoulder is still a little weak from the dislocation. Of course it is, Pannon sighed. From somewhere behind me, Master called out, We're returning to the hotel! Already? Granted, we didn't have anything left to do here now that the injured were tended to. Master had given a full report to Magus Holden, so technically we were done. All that was left was to collect our reward from the council exchange once we returned to Corcoran. In a way, I was relieved, as I wanted nothing more than a hot bath, a good meal, and about 12 hours of sleep. Fighting that long, that intensely, was exhausting. But in a way, I wished that the job wasn't over. I had a bad feeling that when we returned to Corcoran, they would force Bannon to return home. Just the thought made me want to cry. Perhaps Bannon sensed where my thoughts had gone. He patted me on the head. Come on, smile. We won. Let's enjoy that. I tried for a smile. It more or less failed. What good was the victory today if I didn't win the overall war? Was there no way to fight this? I followed everyone else to the wagon, standing behind Bannon, ready to support him from behind if he lost his balance climbing on. I kept a hand resting just below his shoulder blades, not because he looked unbalanced, but mostly to keep our bond from pitching a livid fit. Contact with him seemed the only way to keep from feeling like I would vibrate right out of my skin. His dominant arm was the one hurt, of course. I'd have to help him until it healed. He climbed up the left side. Derek came up the right. Because of my history with Derek, I became hyper-paranoid whenever he was anywhere near me. This was no exception, as I didn't trust him around Bannon either. I kept an eagle eye on him, and because of that, I saw when he deliberately stepped sideways, body-checking into Bannon's side. My familiar stumbled, hitting his injured arm squarely into the wooden side of the wagon. He gasped in pain, barely catching himself with his good hand. I leapt up to his side, helping him sit. He had gone pale with agony, eyes unfocused, but even as he breathed heavily, he tried to assure me, I'm good. Give me a second. He wasn't. He was already hurt, and that sad excuse of a human being had hurt him again on purpose. For the first time ever in my life, I saw red. With no regards to the consequences, I whirled, grabbed Derek by the shirt, and punched him dead in the face. Derek's head snapped back, and he lost balance falling off the wagon entirely. He landed on his back, the air knocked out of him, gasping for breath around a bloody nose. My hand ached in response to that. Punching someone hurt more than I thought it would. Everyone sat stunned silent except for Shuneth, who growled at Derek, planting herself in between the fallen apprentice and Bannon. I was still fuming, that punch not nearly enough to satisfy me. What I really wanted to do was to get down there, kick him in the ribs a few times and maybe break both arms. Derek stared up at me aghast, literally shocked that I had finally retaliated. You listen to me. I snarled at him. You touch Bannon again. I will remove every single bone in your body. You hear me? I can make you human jelly and I will if you cross us again. You can't, Derek protested, wallowing up to his feet like a floundering sea otter, handcuffing his bleeding nose. Derek Lawson. Master Wit grabbed him by the shirt and hauled him up. I am not your master, but I speak for all of us when I say this. We are done with your bullying. I, for one, will put it to the council that you should not be allowed to take the tests. Master Bly came up spluttering. Now, wait just a minute. Derek is a gifted mage. He'll be a permanently gifted apprentice at the rate he's going. Master Vonda snapped coming up to stand solidly at Master Wit's side, showing where her opinion lay. We are all sick of your little pet, bligh. You complain about Tarkington and Reyna, but Reyna does not actively go stirring up trouble. Derek has already been disciplined by the Council once. Did that not open your eyes? And here he is taking his frustrations out on Bannon, who went above and beyond the call of duty today. Bannon protected two people when he was only required to protect one. And his thanks for that is your apprentice to deliberately re-injure him. Everyone nodded agreement. Master Bly saw it, and for the first time, he looked at Derek a little differently. I think he realized in that moment just how much damage Derek's attitude had done. Master faced Derek and Bly both, looking far more serious than I had ever seen him. I demand recompense for Bannon's sake. "'Derek will forfeit the money he earned today and will give it to Bannon instead.'" Derek squawked a protest, but a cuff to the back of his head by his master swiftly shut him up. Master Bly whispered angrily to him, "'It's either that or you get reported to the council for this. Shut up.'" Not at all happy, Derek clamped his mouth shut, a hand to his nose. I still didn't feel it enough, not for all that Derek had done but I recognized it was the best that could be done without me becoming the bully. I glared, huffed, and turned to Bannon. Carefully, I examined his arm, but fortunately the healing spells that Master Vonda had put on it kept it from being injured even further. Given another few minutes, it would be not all right, but healing as it should be. Does it hurt? Not a bit, Bannon denied. A half-truth. No way was it painless. He grabbed me by the neck and held me closer to plant a firm kiss on my forehead. I blinked, spluttered, and felt a blush rise in my cheeks. What was that for? Coming to my defense, he winked at me. That was a lovely right hook, Renren. Renren? Why, thank you, Ban Ban. Bannon's expression was comical. On second thought, I don't think I'll call you that. I certainly wouldn't, Master laughed. "'Bannon, how is the arm?' "'Olive, sir,' Bannon assured him. Master Vana climbed up to examine his arm anyway, putting on another healing spell for good measure, and this one did something about the pain as well. I could see it when it took effect, as a line of tension in Bannon's shoulders eased. I sat on his good side, our thighs and shoulders pressed together, and vowed not to move an inch from him until we were far away from Derek. Then she picked up my hand and examined it before putting a healing spell on my knuckles. I watched her do it and only then wondered, How is it that you can fight people without injuring your hands? I use bladed weapons for the most part, Bannon reminded me. And if I know I'm heading into a fist fight, I wrap my hands first. A fighter's skin gets tougher, but it doesn't make him immune to injury. Interesting. I suppose, since I didn't really grow up with my brothers, that there was a lot about scuffling that I didn't really know. Thank you, Master Vonda. Anytime, child. Master Vonda leaned in a little and whispered to me, Glad to see you finally fighting back. I blinked at her. Huh, this was the first time I'd done so. I hadn't thought of myself as a protector before, but something about this situation had hit right in the bond, literally. Our bond had screamed at me so loudly, I didn't even remember the moment I moved. I got a whole new insight on how Bannon must feel when I enter danger. How did he even function and think when the Bond demanded blood like this? Derek was let back on the wagon, grudgingly, and no one offered to heal his nose. Steph and Emily sat on Bannon's left side, acting as a physical shield between the two. I kept a weather eye on him as well. Our start back to the hotel was quiet, the air taut with tension. Perhaps because Master was afraid something might happen again, he sat next to me instead of joining Master Vonda in front. He's jealous. Master whispered to me. It took a second for me to realize what he meant. Derek? Nodding, Master gave a significant look to the area we had just left. He's supposed to be the prodigy, but it was you that defeated it. He's also jealous now of how close you are to Bannon. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but his familiar doesn't choose to stay with him most of the time. Now that he said that, I realized I'd never seen Derek's familiar. I don't blame that poor creature. I wouldn't stick around a master like that either. Master gave a hum of agreement. Regardless, a jealous person will go to ridiculous lengths to get their petty revenge. Both of you stay on your toes. We will, Bannon responded, staring at Derek out of the corner of his eye. I caught Shuna's eye, and the wolf silently promised to back me if it came down to a fight. I gave her a scratch behind the ear, grinning to myself. Derek might be able to get the drop on me but he wouldn't be able to outmaneuver a wolf. Was it petty of me to hope the moron did try something?